0: Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications, coaching and consulting. Well, as you all know, those regular listeners of It's Your Community were big proponents on connecting, communicating, and collaborating with the community. And my next guest is somebody who I met through the Livonia Chamber of Commerce and a networking group that we're both involved in. And he did a presentation about his business. And he also talked about how he likes to give back uh, to the community and teaching uh, young people, teenagers in particular, about financial literacy and investments. And to talk with us about that and the work that he does is David Lawrence, Private Wealth Advisor with Executive Wealth Management. David, thank you for joining us here in It's Your Community.
1: Thanks, Vanessa, for having me on. It's a real pleasure.
0: So David, you've are you you know you've been a dedicated professional with a decade of industry experience in wealth management, and we'll get into that, you know, the work that you do. But really what intrigued me is how you connect with the community and your outreach efforts. And you mentioned how you were teaching uh, high school students about financial literacy and investments. So what led you to want to do that?
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a great question. So I uh, I started in this business uh, back in 2013, uh, and I was I had the pleasure to work with a colleague by the name of Nick Lamaglio, and he was doing something very similar in Chicago at his alma mater, uh, which was an all boys high school um, in the suburbs of South Chicago, and it was called Advice Beyond the Classroom. I got involved with that program, um, was able to assist with certain. Uh, education and, um, fundraising activities that they would do, uh, when it came to just educating, uh, high school students on markets, um, what it was to be financially savvy and what type of skills that they could take to be excellent students, um, when they went off to college. So that really inspired me to, to bring something similar to Orchard Lake St. Mary's, which is my high school. Um, I, I graduated from there a long time ago, but, uh, back in 2008. But I had a, a class there um, my senior year that really got me interested into the markets. Um, and I wanted to hopefully provide the same type of impact uh, for today's students.
0: What was the reaction to the students when you went there to talk to them about financial literacy and investments?
1: Well, you know, it was actually very well received. I, I wasn't sure exactly um, if I was um, bringing a message home that was really Hitting um, because you know there's some of these concepts are you know more foreign to a high school student. Um, but I was able to receive quite a bit of good feedback after the fact. Um, students either pulling me aside and thanking me for for joining the class and and sharing some insights about what it's like to be a financial advisor or some basic market information. Um, but really, it was some some emails and text messages that were received. Um, from people in my network that either had friends or family members um, that attended one of the classes that uh, really just showed me that, you know, we were making a positive impact um, for those students. And it was really cool to see.
0: So what are some of the things that you want young people to know today, David? Teenagers in particular about, you know, starting to think about investments and saving money in their, their future. Usually a 17, 18 year old where a year old is not thinking about retirement, but what do you want them to know?
1: Yeah, no, one of the lessons that I shared with the students um, when I visited the the class a few weeks back was uh, their biggest asset is time. And the the fact that they are receiving an education on financial literacy and and markets and and even getting introduced to what it it takes to invest in, in today's world it gives them a head start in into their into their financial future so really just taking advantage of that gift which is time and and being able to participate if they have a a high school job um, at a or a summer job at the local pool or the golf course or the or the mall or whatever they're doing they have the ability to contribute to their retirement uh, because they have earned income so having that that knowledge that they're eligible to participate. And, you know, some of them being minors, they have to, you know, use their, their parents as, as guidance and, and also uh, consulting their, their financial professionals that they have um, inside their family home. But, you know, th- this is an opportunity for them to really get a head start um, and start saving for wh- whether that's college or, or, or their financial future, you know, leading into retirement years later.
0: We're talking with David Lawrence uh, here today on It's Your Community. Uh, He joined Executive Wealth Management uh, in 2023, just this past year, as a private wealth advisor. So explain to our listeners, David, what is a private wealth advisor? What do you do for your clients?
1: Yeah, um, we're really um, a financial coach um, for for our clients. We love to be the first person. They want to call when something goes well uh, in their lives. And we also want to be there, um, you know, one of the first people that they think of that they want to consult with if, if something isn't going so well or they have a big decision to make. So we're really a, a, a planning first entity um, and, and planning in the sense of, we want to understand what folks goals are, what makes them tick uh, from a financial standpoint because everyone's story is a bit different and it's our job to, to learn that story and then implement some sort of strategy around that. So they can have the best opportunity to achieve those goals. Um, you know, a lot of people will think of investments uh, when they think financial advisor, and, and that's a big part about what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're really coaches and, and, and help. We help guide folks to really achieve goals. Um, and that's really at the core of our business is we're, we're helping navigate people um, to, to achieve the goals that they set out, you know, years years before.
0: You know, we are in a challenging year and we know the the economy is cyclical, but we have, you know, inflation is, is high and then we know homelessness is high today. So there's a lot that's affecting uh, people's uh, living standards. What would you say to people during times like this?
1: Yeah, I mean the the biggest thing um, when we face challenges, whether it's economic challenges or um, you know personal challenges, it's really to stay the course. Um, that's that's totally played out in in today's uh, markets and in this year specifically in 2023. Um, at the beginning of the year, we had a, a market rally. Um, things fairly well after we had a, a rough 2022, um, kind of feeling the impacts of inflation, but then we had a, a pullback, kind of a cooling off period this summer where where markets really tested um, those lows um, that we saw back uh, the year prior. So we're, we were having a lot of different conversations with, with clients and, and prospective clients as to um, you know, the market was doing well. They were very excited at the beginning of the year. Then fear came back into, into the conversation uh, when, we, when we took a turn um, for, the, for the downside. But then towards the end of this year, we, we've seen the rally come back and um, things kind of subside a bit and we're, we're back into a, a, a period of, of, uh, of gains. So the, the long story here is you really have to stay the course because you can't time these, these uh, positions when the market's spiking or it's coming down, we want to make sure that we're participating at all times. So we're gaining and um, at least participating in those long-term gains um, over years after years.
0: We're, we're talking with uh, David Lawrence today. David, what are some of the mistakes that some people make when it comes to uh, financial literacy or investments or, or the, you know, the work that you do? What are some of the mistakes that you see clients make?
1: Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, we work with a lot of really intelligent individuals and even the financial professionals um, that manage money for a living. I, I think they'll they'll attest to this is that there's a lot of emotion that goes into your money. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, people are very um you know, emotionally driven to the, the saving patterns or spending patterns or looking at their account if the market is having a tough time um, and, and watching it go down or, or getting a, maybe a little bit too euphoric if it goes up. And the, the biggest mistake is people will act on some of that emotion um, and, and really make those decisions based off of how they're feeling and not off of concrete data. And we really help. Uh, families and individuals that we work with combat those uh, emotional biases that are almost impossible to um, completely avoid, um, and, and really guide them on facts and data, and and give you know clients and prospective clients um, at least the most information that we could possibly provide them, so that they're making a decision that's based off of data. And, and information and not off of emotion. So the biggest mistake I would say is, is really people leading with emotion and not off of, off of data, um, as well as w- trying to time the markets. Um, timing markets is always a, a tough thing. Um, we don't make a habit of that uh, when it comes to our profession as uh, financial advisors. We're more of the longer you participate the more opportunities we'll have to, to succeed um, in, in the future. So timing the market is, is one mistake that we see as well as leading with emotion. I, I think mm-hmm. those are probably the two biggest things that, uh, that we see on a day-to-day.
0: That's a great point, especially in today's climate, David. People are very emotional. They're seeing the economy and you know they could panic. So sometimes we make you know, some of the worst decisions based out of fear.
1: That's right. That's right. And, you know, that's, that's the true benefit when you have guidance and it's even for me as a, as a financial professional, I know I I probably manage, you know, tens of hundreds of accounts on a, on a day-to-day basis, but when it comes to my own money, it's, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing the right things based off of data. We're all human. So, um, consulting with the professional, um, in the, in the times of, um, really trying to make these critical decisions is really important.
0: We're talking with David Lawrence, Private Wealth Advisor, uh, Executive Wealth Management. And David, you know, we were talking when we started out this interview about your, you know, community outreach that you do and teaching uh, teenagers from your high school or like St. Mary's about financial literacy and investment. What other community outreach do you like to do? How else do you like to connect and collaborate with people and give back to the community?
1: yeah um you know it's a it's a big uh pillar of our of our business at executive wealth um to be you know very present in our community because if we're going to be dealing with the financial um, competence and and performance and success of of the folks in our community we need to be present in that community as well um so you know we like to get involved in, in many different community outreach programs throughout the year, Um, this year specifically as an office, we got involved with um, packing meals for uh, individuals living in the the Turkey and Syria region that were affected by the earthquakes um, this past spring. Um, We got involved with uh, Habitat of Humanity and sent a group of of our colleagues out to help uh, do drywall and, and painting and door installation for some, uh, some homes involved in that uh, great program. So those are just a couple examples of, of what we like to do, but we it's really important in a point of emphasis um, for the folks here uh, at EWM to really be present in the community. Uh, I mean, just as an example, Vanessa, you know, being in, involved in the Livonia Chamber. I mean, we wanna make yeah. sure that we're, you know, present inside of a, a community program that is doing so much good uh, for so many local businesses, so so even being ambassadors at the Livonia Chamber, um, being an ambassador at the, at the uh, Northville Chamber of Commerce, which is uh, where my partner Megan is uh, is very involved. These are just things that um, we we find tremendously important.
0: You know, and being a, a member of the Livonia Chamber, I you know I do vouch that's one of the best chambers around. I was on the board as well. They have wonderful opportunities. And of course, now that they have joined with the Westland Chamber, it's the Livonia Westland Chamber, they've yep. now grown their membership. So it's just a bigger outreach. And can you can you kind of elaborate, David, on the value of collaborating? We're big proponents of collaboration and you do such a great job in community outreach. What would you say to listeners about, you know, what is your, do you have a networking tip or a collaboration tip, a way to connect with people that you have found fruitful that you could share with our listeners today?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I've always enjoyed networking um, because it was really how I got started and, and even had my first opportunity was because someone took time out of their day to, to get to know me, um, get to know what I was looking to, to do in my career. And maybe they saw a little bit of themselves um, in, in me and, and really went out and, and went above and beyond and, and, and helped get me an opportunity to, to get started in my career. And I, I really took a, a ton of value in that. Um, just kind of all of the folks that were able to help me along the way, I wanted to go ahead and, and help others um, achieve what they were looking to do as well. And I, I think that's really the, the, big, um, the big center around networking is looking to give before you receive. Um, mm. Because so many people were looking to give to me um, before they were looking to get anything back in return um, mm-hmm. and I just saw how that affected not just me but everyone around me that they were helping out and I wanted to be involved in that. So mm-hmm. looking to be um, a giver of either information or opportunity um, it really is is powerful to see the effect that it can have um, on, on an individual or or a community um, when you're dealing with a big, organization like the Chamber of Commerce in Livonia.
0: What a great point to make. I love that, uh, David, it looking to give before you looking to receive and seeking to understand each other. It that reminds me of uh Stephen Covey's Seek to Understand before being understood and you know learn about each other. Uh as a coach, I I you know, communications coach, I always advise people to ask questions about other people so you can learn about them. So great, great advice. We're talking with David Lawrence here today, financial advisor. You know, David, we I started out this interview talking about how you you give back to young people by teaching them financial literacy, and it's not too young to invest their money, whether it be their you know their weekend job, their summer job. But what about those people who are kind of older, maybe in their fifties or sixties, and they really don't have an investment or a financial retirement plan? Is it ever too late to start that?
1: That's a good question. I'm sure there's so many people out there that are asking themselves that very question, um, today, um, either around the dinner table or especially with the holidays coming up, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of, of financial market talk, um, as, as people get back together, uh, this, this coming weekend, but it, it the, the short answer of Vanessa is it's never too late and you never want to think that you missed out, um, on, on an opportunity. I, I think it's always best to participate and, and consult professionals on um, in your life that you know, like, and trust um, to see what it would take from a first step standpoint to, to get going. Um, because with each going day, um, you may have missed more of an opportunity, more of an opportunity, et cetera. Um, and you're going to be asking the same question a year from now or two years from now, et cetera. So for the, for the folks out there that are looking to get started and maybe feel like they're nearing retirement, um, it, it's never too late and consult a financial professional in your life uh, like the folks that we have at e- executive wealth management or uh, any other great financial institution that's out there. Um, there's plenty of professionals that are, are willing to educate um, and, and coach. And I, and I think that's critical. Um, you should look at, uh, look for advice and look for, for professional uh, coaching and um, helping you get started because it can be scary before you make that first step, but once you do, um, you'll you'll reap the benefits from it.
0: So, David, I know you told the story earlier about you know uh, what got you into the business, but what is, what is it that you love about the work that you do today?
1: Oh, there's so many things um, that come to mind when it, we we work together as uh, as financial professionals. Um, you know, working with people is is a tremendous gift to to help be there. Kind of guiding light in into their financial components of their lives. You know, we're we're helping people in in times of, of really tough uh, circumstances, whether it's a, a death in the family or um, you know people are going through some sort of uh, injury or illness, or it could be happy as a wedding or uh, buying a home or um, all of these these big life events. We're able to be involved in them uh, for better or for worse. And and that's really special um, because there's not too many professions out there that get to have their pulse on so many critical moments in um, an individual or a family's life. And uh, we have the the privilege to do that. And um, so I, I really enjoy that um, every single day is, you know, working with people and hearing their story and trying to find ways that, that we can we can help them. Um, mm-hmm. And another benefit too, is I get to, to work with my sister, uh, Megan, she's my business partner. And, um, you know, we, we've been doing this together now for almost uh, two years. And uh, that's been a real joy for me is the fact that we get to do this as a, as a family and we get to help other families um, achieve what they're mm-hmm. looking
0: to do. David, yeah, didn't you tell me that your mom was a financial advisor too?
1: I did. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. So you yeah. kind of, it's in the family. Grow <laughs> up yes. in this. Yeah. That's it, awesome.
1: Very much so. Yes. My, my mother was a financial advisor um, for her, her entire career. So that typically got me introduced to it. So we, we kind of grew up around um, the business a little bit, um, saw how she impacted people. Um, and it really inspired me to, to kind of explore this profession when I was you know going into college. Um, Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, she passed when I was 17, but um, I I know that that. uh, we were able to, to keep her legacy going um, Mm by, by doing this together. So it's been, it's been really cool.
0: Well, I'm sure she'll be, she's very proud of you and your sister. We're talking with David Lawrence today. He's the executive wealth management. Uh, He's been with the company since 2023 as a private wealth advisor. David is a dedicated professional. Professional with a decade of industry experiences driven to discover each client's unique needs and build a tailored plan to help achieve their financial goals. And congratulations to you, David. I know you're newly engaged. Uh so spend Thank time you. with your your fiancé Erica and you're a proud ambassador of the Livonia Chamber of Commerce and happy to have you here on Itcher Community. And I I was uh, had the honor of um seeing a presentation that David uh, gave at Elevornia Chamber of Commerce Networking uh, Group that I'm involved in. That's how I met David. And we're big proponents, as you all know, of connecting, communicating, and collaborating with the community around you. David, what other philanthropic or uh, community outreach things that you get involved in or that you'd like to get involved in? I should say, I know you've shared others, but other things that you're passionate about and and the work that you do in the community that you uh, serve
1: yeah, no, that's, it's a great question, Vanessa. And, um, you know, I spent a lot of time doing this a handful of years ago, and I'd like to get back into it. Um, and, I, and I have some friends that have been doing it and really enjoying, um, and really enjoying it, but uh, coaching middle school and, and high school sports, high school basketball, um, ah. and just volunteering their time uh, at the local church, um, at uh, or at uh, St. Fabian's is where I, where I started. It's where I went to grade school, but um, coaching middle school basketball was something I really enjoyed. Uh, I did that for about four or five years um, and, and just kind of seeing the impact that it has on, on the kids, just not even when you're talking about the sport, but just the uh the mentorship and, and and kind of that impact is that you can have on on those kids every single day uh in practice and at games and things like that so i'd like to get that going again um i i haven't been able to to do that lately but it's mm-hmm. something i really enjoyed doing um and i'd really really like to get um involved in that again here uh in the not so distant future
0: mm, i love that and one of the things i noticed that I, I, i'm a big proponent in quotable quotes and I love the one that you have a Kobe Bryant on your page it's a constant quest to try to better to be better today than you were yesterday and better tomorrow than you were the day before why why does that inspire you so much David that you would have that quote on there I love quotes but
1: yeah no um, it's Kobe Bryant was a big uh, influence in kind of my early onset of my career Um, there was a Um, a documentary that came out of the Mamba mentality and just kind of learning his story that went beyond the basketball court, because I think he was really perceived as a villain um, to a lot of people when he was um, playing for the Lakers and especially us in Detroit, um, you know, going up against the Lakers in the early two thousands for the NBA title. But um, you know, just learning his story about what it took and the sacrifices that, he made to be great really inspired me to, to kind of put those practices as best I could. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say Vanessa that I'm any bit close to where Kobe was from a mentality standpoint, but we can always strive to to get there. Um, but you know, he really sacrificed and dedicated himself for the betterment of his of his teammates, his coaches. Uh, the fans that were, were watching him play. And I, and I think a lot of that mentality can be translated to you know, how we're involved in the community, how we're serving clients, how we're um, working with our colleagues to really strive to be better tomorrow than we were today and better today than we were the day before. Um, and you know, we might not always be successful with it, but it's, it's something we can certainly strive to do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's why I like to have that on my banner of my, of my bio, because I think it's a good reminder to, to always strive to improve the next day.
0: Yeah. I love that. So one last question, David, before I ask you how people can reach you and let you go, but, um, uh, in terms of we're in the new year, we're in 2024, what advice do you have for goal setting, uh, from a financial standpoint for people listening?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, think first and foremost, um, it's best to always have a plan. Uh, we do a lot of financial planning with, uh, with our clients and, um, you know, it's always the center of, of our discussions and it's always a good place to, if we get off track, we can look at the plan and, um, you know, make sure that we can make tweaks to get back on course. And it's, it's not something that you have to really even have a financial advisor to do. It's just, I think it's best to know in life, you know, you got to have a plan and, and execute on those, those key initiatives that you set out to do. So um, if, if you're a new investor um, or, or a long time investor that uh, maybe wants some guidance as to how to improve themselves, you know, consult a professional, consult a financial advisor um, or at the very least, Write down some goals as we're, we're turning the calendar year um, to a new year here in a couple of weeks. Write down three goals, write down five goals to, to achieve for the year and, and see if you can set yourself out to, to get them done. And um, I think it's a great place to start is really just having a plan and, and trying to execute on those goals year after year.
0: Right. David, how can people reach you, those listening today?
1: Yeah, uh, you can reach me by email, uh, which is uh, d... Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E at E-W-M-advisors.com. Um, check us out at ewm.com You can check out our websites. Um, there's some some bios for myself and for Megan on there and just kind of learn a little bit about our firm. But uh, it's been a really good conversation, Vanessa. I've really enjoyed it. It's my first time doing anything like this. So, uh, <laughs> you did great. You did hopefully great, I didn't man. screw it up.
0: No, you did wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing with us, you know, how you connect and communicate and collaborate with the community around you. We
1: really appreciate your time, David. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Vanessa. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Any questions or comments, show topics you want me to get to, you can reach me, Vanessa Denha Garmo, by going to my website, epiphanycommunications.com, epiphanycommunications.com. You can message me there, or you can follow me on any of my social media platforms, Epiphany Communications on Facebook, Vanessa Denhagarmo on LinkedIn, Instagram, and on X. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time right here on It's Your Community. It's It's Your your community. Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.